Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. As you can tell, I'm not in Maui. I should currently be in Maui, but I'm not. Why am I not in Maui, you ask? Let me tell you, right after we start the show. Remember, follow me on Instagram, at the Jesus Show NTO. You can follow me on Facebook, The Jesus Show, not that one. You can find me on TikTok, at The Jesus Show, not that one. You can find me on YouTube, type in The Jesus Show, not that one, and email me your questions, comments, and concerns. The Jesus Show, not, or the, I'm so sorry, let me try that one again. Email me, The Jesus Show, NTO at gmail.com. All right, I am currently drinking summer shanty, not the lemonade. I don't remember what it's called, but it's from, what is it? El Shandido from Crown Brewing, right here in uh, Crown Point, Indiana, local brewery, Uh, good stuff. Mmm, it's delicious. And I have it in my London Pride pint glass because I'm going to Munich in a couple days. So in honor of me going to Europe, I am drinking it out of there. Let's get back to why I'm not in Maui. Uh, The other day on 4th of July, happy 4th of July. Did you guys get that reference? Do you know where that's from? Let me, t- let me do it one more time. Like the 4th of July. No? Anybody? I know Greg got it. The other day when I made the video and I put it on my Instagram, I went to the gym not too long after that and Greg sent me a message and he goes, from the from that movie and I went correct you are correct sir so if you didn't get it um, you're not as cool as you thought so on the 4th of July I got a call from work and I thought to myself what are, what are they doing calling me today I'm off like I'm not what huh let it go to voicemail and I check it and it says your flight tomorrow has canceled. So I heard that part and I thought, huh? I go on my work schedule and I look and I was supposed to work from Chicago to Denver. And then I was deadheading where we take a passenger seat and we fly as if we're a passenger, but we're working. Well, I should say we're considered working. Fly to Maui, Denver to Maui, stay there for 26 hours, and then work from Maui back to Chicago. So I should be getting back tomorrow at 6 a.m. Chicago time, central time, but because I'm not, I'm clearly not working, I'm home, uh, I checked my schedule, and they just, they just released me. It happens sometimes. And what that means is I had a three-day trip 
and I didn't have to go to work, but I'm getting paid as if I worked the trip because by no fault of my own, the trip fell apart. I can't do any portion of the trip. It's not my fault. And it's, I mean, to the extent it's not totally the company's fault, but because that was on my schedule, they pay me as if I did it because it's, Hey, I was supposed to do it. It's not my fault that I did it. I wasn't able to do it. I was going to do it. And they go, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. So I got paid to stay home yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So that's nice. Then on the 8th, which is what, tomorrow's Friday, right? I don't even know what day. I think tomorrow. I think tomorrow's Friday. I don't, I don't care enough to. Yeah, yeah. So it's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. So Saturday, I go to Munich, Germany. I've never been before. I'm very excited because... Germany is the birthplace of good beer. There's been a couple things that I've been told to go look at, to do. So I'm excited. I'm going to take some pictures, share some vidges with you guys. And yeah, exciting times. It was nice. I was... Ending, uh, what time did they work call me? I want to say maybe they call me like 2, 3 p.m. And I was, I, I, I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to have one more drink. Just to chill. Come back over here, start getting ready for work tomorrow. So then when they called, I told Ali, I said, I'm going to keep drinking all night because why not? Then... I watched the LA Galaxy game versus LAFC, and I have to apologize. Excuse me. Maybe drinking beer during the podcast wasn't a good idea. Hmm. Who could have thought that? Allie actually told me. She was like, maybe you shouldn't do it. But I said, I'm going to do it anyways. Because America and freedom. Uh, I have to extend a sincere apologi- apology to the LA Galaxy organization because I told Allie, I said, hey, today, the 4th of July, the LA Galaxy and LAFC are playing at the Rose Bowl. I said the game was originally scheduled for the first game of the season, but it got rained out. So it got rescheduled for the 4th of July. And I told Allie, the recent form that the Galaxy have been in, and being that LAFC is second in the West, I told her LAFC is going to beat them probably 4 or 5-0. Well, do I have egg on my face? Because the LA Galaxy pulled something out of their ass, and they beat LAFC 2-1. It was a very entertaining game. I watched it. First half, LA Galaxy went up. 
I think Tyler Boyd is the guy that scored. I think that's his name. He scored a beautiful goal. Uh, the LAFC defense was just eating shit. Gave him way too much time. Just outside the box. I don't know if he was just outside or just inside the box. Either way, it was a curling shot. It was beautiful. He scored. And then coming into the second half, they subbed out the goalie, Jonathan Bond. And they put Klinsman in. I'm not one to normally talk shit about players because, well, first off, I've never played professional sports ever in my life. So to criticize a professional, never have played the sport at the professional level, I feel like I can't criticize anybody because that's stupid. Now, with that being said, I think Klinsman, as a goalkeeper, is not. There's a reason why he's a backup, right? I think the only reason why the Galaxy won is because LAFC couldn't finish. They had opportunities to tie it, maybe even take the lead. But they just weren't good enough on the night to put the ball in the back of the net. So I think the Galaxy were very fortunate about that. The few times I've seen Klinsman play, I don't I don't think there's anything spectacular about spectacular about that guy. If I were the LA Galaxy, I'd go out and I'd seriously look for a different number two. Maybe keep him on as a number three, but as a number two, I I just don't. The whole time I just thought to myself, the whole second half I thought, oh, okay, LFC's going to definitely score, which they did. They tied it 1-1. And then when the Galaxy were up 2-1, to one, especially towards the end of the game, I thought, great, they're going to blow another lead. The defense wasn't strong, but I was more worried about that Klinsman wasn't going to be able to make a save. But they won. So, again, my sincerest apologies to the LA Galaxy organization. I'm coming around to watching them more and rooting for them more. I'm still not at the level... of. I was when I first started following soccer, at least when I first started following MLS in 96. And they're definitely not at the level of, I believe it was 2009 when AJ joined them. Um, Ever since he left, they've been, and they've been all right. I would like to see them back on top, but... I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, But I guess time will tell. So we'll see. I don't know if you guys have seen or, or heard, which you have. Well, what am I trying to say? Not that you have. You should have heard. You should have seen. 
Tom Segura's new Netflix special, Sledgehammer, is now available to watch on Netflix. If you haven't watched it yet, please go watch it. It is hilarious. Hilarious. Ellie and I watched it last night. And we started dying laughing. I think the last 20, 30 minutes of the special. The first half of the special is funny. <laughs> and it builds. I like the way he did it because, you know, he, he's telling, you know, his stories and ha 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 and it builds 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 until the end it was great it was great i like that he did i think they call it the round i don't know if they call that a round could be i don't know let me not call it a round because i'm not too sure if that's called a round but he had a 360 view of the audience I don't necessarily think, at least in the shots they used, I don't think he fully is walking around, turning around, this, that, whatever. Um, but I like the lighting. I like the setup. And the jokes were, the stories were, were hilarious. Um, it, was, it was great. I'm definitely going to watch it again. Hilarious. Again, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. You will laugh. And if you don't, mm, you're probably part of ISIS. And I really don't know what to tell you because if you love America and you love freedom, you're going to watch it and go, oh, that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So, yeah, go watch it. Another thing I want to say is regarding golf, the game of golf. If you watch golf, if you play golf, if you know somebody who enjoys the sport of golf, I'm here in front of you right now. I know I've shit on golf many, many times before. I've said some pretty outlandish things about golf. Um, I've insulted it. I've said how dumb it is, all that stuff. Um, and again, I'm here right now in front of you to let you know that I still think golf is a piece of shit. I do. I watched, there was some golf thing on TV one of my layovers recently, and I just thought, this is still the dumbest fucking sport I can think of right now. I mean, even off the top of my head, I can't think of another sport that I think is so dumb. You know? Uh, I just don't... I don't... If you if you could if you could play a sport and be good at it while you're intoxicated, it's it's not a sport. 
you can't slam 13 beers and then go play soccer and have people go, whoa, that guy is like messy, right? It doesn't happen. There's beer leagues, people playing beer leagues, but it's fun, right? It's fun, but you're not, you're not playing seriously, right? Um, same thing, you don't slam 13 beers and then make it rain like Kobe. You know, Kobe. I'm sure there's basketball beer leagues as well for fun. But nobody goes out there after slamming those 13 beers. People go, man, he's like, look at him. He has that mamba mentality. You know? Baseball. Same thing. People play softball. They have beer leagues. That's softball. But baseball, no. Nobody goes, man, that guy's like Albert Pujols. Whoa, no, that's not a thing. But you could be slamming, I mean, you can even be doing shots. Somebody goes, man, you're really good at golf. Like You, you could be on the PGA Tour. That's how I know golf is bullshit. Because... If you're, if you can get super intoxicated and it's like, it's like if somebody's good at darts, right? Yeah, it's a sport, but not really. You do that more for fun. And also darts is more exciting than golf, right? I get better playing pool when I'm drunk or when I'm progressively getting drunk. Like, oh, I can, like, this is, I get more loosey-goosey, 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 baby. And I start making shots. I'm like, hell yeah. But again, that's, that's for fun. Uh, it's the same thing with cornhole, right? I think they call it bags around here. The baby just made a noise. Maybe I'm a little too loud. But yeah, golf is just dumb. And I know some of you out there are thinking, maybe you haven't played it. I have played it. I've played not a lot of golf, but I've played golf. I've played it with friends. I've played it with strangers. I've, I've played it for charity. Um, and it's all, it's all stupid. It's all, I fucking hate it. The only part of golf that I like is just hitting the ball, like, uh, going to the driving range. I like that. That's kind of fun. Um, I do enjoy going to top golf, but more because of the atmosphere you with friends. And you're fucksing around. Um, I like that part of it. But actually playing? No. Stupid. Dumb. The only proper way... I'm going to tell you how to properly play golf. You put your golf outfit on. By the way, also to have people... Like you have to fucking wear a collared shirt. Stupid shit. Anyways. 
put your grab your grab your golf clothes. Don't put them on yet. Put the golf shoes, hat, clothing. Put that in a bag, right? So on the, in this hand, you have the all the stuff that you wear for the for the game of golf, right? And then in your other hand, grab your golf bag. You know, with the clubs and the balls and the um, whatever else stupid shit you have in the golf bag, right? So you have the golf bag and the golf attire, right? And then you walk to the trash can and then you just throw it all away. And then there you go. That's how you, that's how, that's how you properly play golf. So if you haven't played and you're thinking about doing it first, don't. Second, if you do, do what I just said to do and you'll be, in my eyes, you'll be the best golfer ever in life. So think about it. So I don't know if you guys are down with the newest lingo that's out there. If you guys are hip and cool like I am, but not really, I am not hip and cool. Definitely not anymore. But have you have you heard the term serving cunt? I recently, within the last two weeks, I've heard this term. And apparently, I, I hope I'm explaining this correctly. Well, two things. First, when I heard the term serving cunt, I thought it referred to a woman like putting her puss out there and be like, fucks it. Like, I'm here. Do what you will with my puss, right? That's what automatically went through my head. I went, wait, what? Because somebody said it, and it's like, oh, she's serving cunt. And I went, what? The other thing is, I know that in America, the word cunt, people are really weird about it. Like, oh, that's so... I don't know, it's like saying fuck Jesus or something, but like even that to me is like, it's like saying fuck Harry Potter, like it's not a real thing, right? But people get really weird when it comes to Jesus and shit. Like, oh, don't use the Lord's name in vain, you know, it's okay to, you know, molest little kids in his name, but just don't use his name in vain. Very, very weird. Anyways. So when I heard it just being used, just casually, like, oh, serving cunt. I was like, wait, hold on. We're not in Australia. Because the Australians, they love using that word. And I, th I, think, it's, I think it's a good word to use. Uh, but to say somebody is serving cunt, it's the person is... Like being fierce. They're doing something good. Cunt doesn't mean... It's not in a negative connotation, right? Um, it's like, oh, she's slaying or they're slaying or... 
And even that, I don't know if I'm reusing that, that term properly. But yeah, I, I heard it and I went, wait, what? And I remember having one of the flight attendants. I was, I was having her explain it to me. I was like, wait, what? And she was like 23, 20, 24. Like, yeah, you've never heard the term. And I said, I, no, never. I've never. And then I think that was one of the first times that I felt kind of old. But not, like, I didn't feel like old in a bad way. It's like, oh, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not down with what's cool. And I'm 100% okay with that. Cause there's other shit that I've heard and I go, I don't, I don't know. And I don't, I don't care. Sometimes I go, oh, what? I don't give a shit. But yeah, serving cunt. Have you guys heard? Cause I just kind of found that out, found out what that was. Also, I recently had a layover in Orange County in Anaheim. And from my hotel, it was cool because I, I, I went down and I got to see Mike. I got to see Fleur and Woody. Uh, but when I was at the hotel, oh, I got to see Jordan as well. That was dope. Um, from my hotel, when I was working out the next day, you could see Angel Stadium. And you can see the Halo. And I thought to myself, oh, yeah, that's right. As kids, when we'd go down to, um, if we'd go down to SeaWorld, if we'd go to the beach, coming back at night, if the Angels won, the halo would light up. That's how we knew that the Angels won. And I remember as kids, we would like getting close to the stadium we'd be like is it is it lit up is it lit up and then we'd see it you know lit up and we're like yeah they won they won all right and it was it was a good memory that i had i was like oh yeah that's right that was kind of that was cool but then now that i see it as an adult i went yeah i don't give a shit about the angels anymore <laughs> I could I could care less. Um because now at least maybe two years after living in Hermosa Beach, when me and Allie lived there, two years into living there, I started rooting for the Dodgers because most of the time when we would go out, we we wouldn't go out on purpose to watch the Dodger games. But because we were in the South Bay, the Dodger games were always on. And it was mostly in the background of, you know, whatever bar we went to at the, you know, Hermosa Pier or Manhattan Pier or in Redondo. They just have it on. And then there was some important games and we would go out and people were there to watch the game. Sometimes I would meet up with friends because they were watching 
the Dodgers game. And then just in, in doing that, I just thought, yeah, fuck it. Let's, let's root for the Dodgers. Now I have two Dodger hats. I have a all black and the regular blue hat with the L.A. Uh, white lettering on it. Which when I think about it, I don't think I ever owned, at least as a kid, I don't think I ever owned an Angels hat. I think I, when I was older, I think I had one. And I think the hat that I tried, I don't think it was a fitted hat. I think I always wanted a fitted hat, but I didn't, I didn't get it. I got a snapback. And I don't, I don't remember if I bought it. Or if I went to a game and they were just handing out, you know, like free hats and I got one of those. But I bought, actually, no, I'm lying to you. I have three hats. Three Dodger hats. When the Dodgers won the World Series in 2020, I bought LA, I bought Allie and I uh, World Series champion hats. Like the, the night they won. I was like, fuck yeah. And I got on the internet. I was like, yeah, let me buy some hats. So we have those. And then I think at the outlets, I bought the all black and the blue. Um, but yeah, now I'm a Dodger fan. So when I saw the Angels Stadium, it would have been cool if they would have been playing that night when I was in town. I would have gone because... That would have been fun. But I, I definitely, like again, I saw it and I go, oh, that, that's a cool memory. Oh, when we were kids, we were like, oh, hey. And then, like I said, I, I was like, oh, I'm an adult now. And I could care less about the angels. I just thought that was interesting. I was like, huh, interesting. What happened? I was. But I just started again. Allie just came into the room and she went, oh, what happened? Oh, Allie's trying to know when the baby's phenomenonectomy was. And phenomenonectomy? Oh, yeah. But when he was little, that's all. I don't know. Um, speaking of the baby, he does this thing now which is really cool. He, we put him down. Well, back up a little bit. For the longest time, we were able to put him in his, lay him down in his crib. And we put the heating pad. So, you know, we had the heating pad. And then, is this fucking cop car going to go in front of the house? I don't know if you guys can hear the cop car, but... Nope. The dogs like to howl when they hear any emergency vehicles. So, because it's nighttime and the baby's sleeping, when cop cars or any emergency vehicle passes by, we have to make sure we tell them, shut the fuck up. So they don't howl and make noise. Um, yeah. So when the baby was younger, can you get me one of the other beers in the 
fridge, please? Yeah, no, I do. I just, I poured the other ones that I poured. Yeah, there we go. We would put in his crib, his heating pad. He'd fall asleep on our shoulder. And then we would put him down in his crib. And then he'd just kind of real quick like, mm, but he'd be fine, right? I'll leave him from being my producer to uh, my getter of beers. Thank you. So we'd put him down. He'd just kind of move a little bit. And that was it. Then he would fall asleep. But when we would put him down, he would constantly wake up. You know, uh, sometimes, sometimes every hour. Sometimes we'd get lucky and he'd sleep for like three and a half hours and he'd wake up and it was a production. But if you think about it though, there's a trade-off. So he does now, we, we, we took the, I took the heating pad out of his room because it's pointless now. The moment we put him down, he loses his shit. I mean, but he loses his shit now and he'll cry anywhere from five to 20 minutes. We leave him in there, but he's been sleeping through the night. So I hate, hate. I think I've shared this with you guys. I think actually when I've shared it with you guys, I think I've over almost cried on the podcast one of the many times I don't like when he cries but him crying results in him sleeping through the night there's been a couple times where he he'll make noise at night he's kind of like and we hear him and we're like oh shit here we go our buttholes pucker, but then he, he falls back to sleep. So it's kind of like a give and take. Um, I think I started it for the first time, I think it was last week. No, it's been, how long have we been doing this now? Two, three weeks? I want to say maybe a month. No, that's not what I'm talking about. He's been, he started sleeping through the night at 27th. Allie was gone on a trip. And I was like, I had gone in there multiple times. I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, I'm, he was super fed, changed his diaper. His room was comfortable. Like, all the things that I was supposed to do. I went, I don't know. I think it was, like, maybe 3 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I'm like, buddy. So I let him cry. And I was laying down in the bed watching him on the camera. Like, he sat up, and he went back down, and he sat back up. and He, he did that for, like, 30 minutes. And then he passed out. 
He passed out what? He went to bed. Let's say he went to bed at 3.30. He didn't wake up till almost 8 a.m. I was like, whoa. That was weird. Different. Not weird. Different. And I told Allie, I go, yeah, I let him. I was kind of didn't know what to do. Then that, that next night, say I put him down at 8. I let him cry. And then in the middle of the night, he woke up crying and I just let him cry. And he only cried for like 10 minutes. And he, he slept and I went, okay. So I told him, I said, I think we just have to let him cry. Which, in all fairness, Allie did tell, tell me a long time ago, that's what we had to let him do. But every time he would cry, I would run in. And Ali goes, if you keep doing that, it's only going to get worse. And she was right. Isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah. Again, the only shitty part is he loses his mind. Um, but. Question. If you guys smell a fart in the bathroom, are you guys okay with it because it's in the bathroom? Like it's where it should be? Or do you get upset? Like if you smell it, you're like, what the fuck? Who would fart in here? I was recently in an airport bathroom. I walk in. It was in Houston. I walk in. I went to pee. And I, I, it's straight shit. And out loud, I went, somebody's baking brownies. And I got a laugh from somebody. Um, and I went, hey. But I was like, oh my God. Like I could kind of taste it in my mouth. I think the guy had eaten like sausage or something. Ooh. And I initially, initially, I was like, oh, fucking disgusting, dude. But then as I was sitting down, Charging my phone. And I had time to think about it. I thought to myself, where would I like this person to go shit? Would I like them to, to shit on a plane? No. Do I want to smell it on the plane? Absolutely not. Would I like this person to shit in the corner of the airport? No. That's gross. Why would why would I why would I tell another human being to go shit in the corner of the airport? Would I want this person to shit in the gate area? No. Gross. They're doing it in the designated place that they're supposed to go shit in the bathroom. That's when it hit me. If I smell a fart or somebody shitting in the bathroom, that's just that's just the price of doing business, Chuck. You know what I mean? Like, do I like the smell? Absolutely not. But at least the, at least I know the smell is there, right? I can't get mad. If I get mad at that, I'm the asshole. You know. I'll say it here. I've said it before. Don't don't shit on planes. Don't shit on the plane. The plane is just 
The plane is not for shitting. The plane, the plane is like an RV. You don't shit in the RV because it's gross. It's like a living space. You know what I mean? You could pee in an emergency. In an emergency, you can poop on the plane. But the frequency with, with, what am I trying to say? People, people come on the plane all the time and I have to go to the bathroom and then they're shitting. It's like you were, you were, you were just in the fucking airport. Why didn't you go blow up the fucking bathroom in there? Go make that smell like shit. Don't come on here and make it our problem now. That's gross and rude. And then especially in the morning, you have everybody with their coffee. Like, mm. Every time I see people with coffee, I think to myself, if you haven't shit, you're, you're going to shit yourself now. Great. When people go, oh, can I get a coffee? No, we, should, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't serve coffee on the plane because we shouldn't give in to terrorist demands. And we shouldn't be helping you vacate your bowels your insides on, on the plane. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be a thing. There was a lady, she came onto the plane, she shit during boarding. I grabbed the spray, she opened the door and I was surprised that it was this little old lady. And I went, Oh God, she looks, <laughs> she looks at me. She was, I know she was embarrassed. But good. I'm happy she was embarrassed. She should be embarrassed. And I just, I started spraying. I went, pss, 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 pss. She went, I'm going to go to my seat now. And I go, yeah, okay. And I went, oh. I said it loudly. And it, pss, pss. It's fucking gross. I wish I had the balls to get on the PA. And be like, whoever shit in the back of the plane, don't do that again. It's gross. I would never do it. Well, I shouldn't say I would never do that. I don't think I'd ever do that. Don't poop on planes. I was, Ellie and I were recently watching Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids, right? Yeah. Uh, hilarious movie. But I told Ali, I said, why in movies... Do they show cops drinking in bars in full uniform? I don't know if it's supposed to be a bit or if that's just them writing like, oh, the cop is supposed to, excuse me, leave work and he's had a hard day. He's going to go to the local watering hole and have a couple drinks. I think to myself, why? Out of all the continuity errors that filmmakers try to catch. Or I should say with all the realistic aspects of a film filmmakers try to capture why do they do that i've never in the history of ever and i worked for budweiser 
for three years, I was in a lot of bars, a lot of bars and clubs, a lot of situations where people were getting drunk, were drinking. Um, even when we hosted police departments for events, they nobody ever showed up in full uniform and it was drinking they had nice clothes on they had suits some of them um, ties collared shirts i think one time there was a lieutenant that came in during an event he gave a speech but that's all he did. He came in. He was because he was working. But he was like, "Oh, I have to go do this thing real quick." He came in. He gave a speech. It was like a ten-minute speech. It was quick. Blah 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 blah. Said hi. Took some pictures. And then he left. I remember somebody jokingly. One of his officers was like, "Oh, have a beer." He's like, oh, "No." And I remember asking one of the guys, one of the police officers, was like, oh, do you guys ever, like, do you guys ever go to an event in uniform and drink? And he goes, no, I can't, I, 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 I can't think of anybody that would do that. And it was more because they said, like, you know, like, like, we don't do that because like public perception. Like we don't want people to think that, you know, oh, a cop is getting drunk on the job, even though we're off. Like it's not a thing. I went, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because at the time I didn't think about it. And then they were telling me like, yeah, but mostly like we don't, we don't hang out in our uniform after we're done with work. And he goes, the officer told me like, you know, when you're, he was trying to find something to like compare it with, right? Because he did say like, oh, when you're off of work, do you, and I go, man, we hang out in these fucking Budweiser shirts and get wasted all the time. Not on purpose, but like, you know, we're off of work, we, we're branded and we all, you know, sometimes we would go have a beer or 12 but we'd have, you know, people, oh, that's a Budweiser rep. Because we had, you know, jackets, sweaters, sweatshirts, shirts, this, that, whatever. So I was like, yeah, it's a little different. He's like, yeah, but we, like, we don't, he's like, there's too many, there's too much shit that we have. We have our utility belt. We have our, you know, vests. He's like, the uniform isn't comfortable. I go, yeah, I guess that makes sense. He goes, that's, he goes, for me, that's mostly why we don't hang out in uniform. But then I told that I go, but then I don't understand why they do that in films. Like, I know film movies are supposed to be a suspension of reality, right? We know that there isn't a Frodo, a real Frodo, and he didn't actually go to Mordor, right? Or did he? Hmm, we don't know. Um, it's a suspension from reality. I get it. You get away. 
But I just, I've never understood why they do that in movies. And I think I'm going to do a new segment on the podcast where I watch an older film and then try to find uh, holes in the logic of it for fun. I don't know if I'm actually going to do that because I'm not one to do that shit. But I was watching Man of the House with uh, what Fair Fawcett is the mom, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, JTT is the son, and Chevy Chase is the new boyfriend. And there's a scene where Chevy Chase's character is a lawyer. He put this mob boss away, if you haven't seen it. And like the son or something of the mob boss is like, ah, I'm going to get him. The movie goes on. And then at one point they cut his breaks. Also, if you haven't seen this movie, it came out in like early nineties, I think. So fuck you for not watching it, but also watch it. Cause it's, I think it's good, but they cut his breaks. And there's a scene where he's like, Oh, I have no breaks. I have no breaks. He drives into this Seattle ocean and he misses this canoe trip that he promised Jonathan Taylor Thomas's character that he was going to make it to. So he gets home, Jonathan Taylor Thomas's character is like, mm, he didn't show up and Fairfax is like, yeah, but you know, I think Chevy Chase's character's name's Jack. Yeah, but you know, Jack, you know, like he really want to be there and he's like, yeah, but like all your other guys have always disappointed me. And then Chevy Chase's character shows up and he goes, oh, I need to talk to Ben. That's uh, JTT's character's name. It's like, oh, let me talk to Ben. And instead of saying like, hey man, I didn't make it because my brakes went out and I crashed into the ocean. He goes, uh, something came up. I was like, wait, what? And again, I get it because it's a movie and it's supposed to drive the storyline. But also, I feel like, I don't know, the character could have been like, hey man, I don't know what happened, but my brakes went out and I crashed into the ocean. I think if he would have told Jonathan Taylor Thomas's character, I think they could have made JTT a little more sympathetic in the movie? I don't know. But I watched it and I was like, what the fuck? I don't... Why would you have something that important or that dramatic happen in the movie and then just gloss over it? Like, nah. You know that big thing that we just showed you? A couple, like, the scene before? Yeah. We're, we're not gonna make any reference to it. Like, what the fuck? Very odd. Uh, and last thought. So again, golf is the fucking dumbest thing in the world. But baseball's kind of dumb. There's a guy. He hit a home run the other day. I think he plays for the Reds. He's pretty good. He hit a home run, but before he hit the home run, the Nationals coach had the umpire check the tip of his bat where he holds it. 
they're looking and I guess he was getting upset. Like, what the fuck are you checking my back f- bat for? Like, I'm not cheating. And then the next at bat, he hits a home run. And he looks at the bench. And he points to the tip of the bat that they were wanted the umps to inspect. He was kind of like, a, hey, fuck you. You know. Hits the ball, I think, almost fucking like 500 yards. Or 500 feet. Uh, or it could have been 455, something like that. He hit it far. He does a little thing like, oh, fuck you guys. That's what you get. You, I'm going to hit more home runs. And I like that part. You know, talk a little shit. Baseball in itself is boring. So if you can, you know, add a little flavor, a little flair, a little like shit talking to it, like, yeah, make it more exciting. And then at the end of the game, they interview the Washington Nationals coach, and he's like, oh, that was disrespectful. He shouldn't have done that. (laughs) And I thought to myself, this is a sport where you guys fight if somebody hits you with a ball, right? Sometimes they fight when it's an accident that you get hit. Like... Some of these pitchers do intentionally throw at the batters. But sometimes these batters get hit because you're throwing. The whole point is to throw a fucking ball at you and you're trying to hit it. Sometimes it slips. And they get into these fist fights and every bench is clear. and People are like, yeah. That's what men do. They fight. Yeah, fuck yeah. But then these baseball players do shit like that. Like, hey, you're accusing me of something. I know I'm not doing it. Fuck you. I just hit a home run. Now I'm pointing to you like, yeah, motherfucker. And then the baseball guys are like, oh, that's very disrespectful. Excuse me? It makes no sense. I think that's part That's one of the reasons why I think baseball is soft because they act very macho and then that sets them off like, oh, they shouldn't have done it. Like, man, stop being a little bitch. Next time, if you're going to accuse somebody of cheating or you're going to accuse somebody of doing something wrong, make sure you're fucking right. That's all it is. Just like some of these pitchers. They pitch and then the batter hits a home run and they'll watch it and they're just kind of like look at him like fuck you and the pitcher's like what what why'd you and they get all upset and i think to myself hey dummy if you don't want people celebrating after hitting a home run how about you pitch better how about that hey other like people on the other team if you don't like people hitting home runs then I don't like I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, do better, play better. I don't fucking know. Like, stop, stop being a little bitch about it. Maybe people will think your sport is more exciting if you guys aren't always complaining about shit. Well, it's very disrespectful. You know, it's disrespectful, disrespectful for grown ass men to say stupid shit like that. That's disrespectful. Boom, roasted. 
yeah, I think that's all I want to talk to you guys about this week. Um, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Remember to tell everybody you know to listen to The Jesus Show, not that one. Uh, remember, rate, like, share, and subscribe. And I'll see you next week.